0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist (laughs) Podcast, we're going to talk about a dream interpretation. You know, sometimes people have dreams of just screwing up a broadcast or technology, things like that, that happens sometimes, and uh... I'm going to let you know what, what that means. You know, something psychological is going on, and I'll let you know what that means. i <laughs> <At laughs> giving away a bunch of free stuff as well with my free hypnosis guide, my uh, Hypnosis for Confidence download, and a bunch of other cool stuff. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R.
0: Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States.
1: what is going on my friends it's david right here the motor city hypnotist, i'm standing naked another- in front of the class i don't understand <laughs> why. with another absolutely fantastic show regardless of what happened in the last uh, two minutes <laughs>
0: that's some of the best comedy ever right there is what that is
1: i mean that really got out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> we are here yeah the podcast Detroit Taylor Studios temporarily, there, the, the, the home, the uh, headquarters of the Motor City Hypnotist. Uh, so,
0: what is that? You have something on your bookshelf behind you. Is that your uh, certificate of, uh, from graduation?
1: Certificate of, of authenticity? That could be, you know what, I'm trying to remember which one that is.
0: It's like right behind your shoulder, right there. The,
1: that's yeah. that's yeah. my National Guild of Hypnotists certification.
0: Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Cuz you cuz when you're looking for a hypnotist, that is something you want to seek out in somebody, right?
1: Oh, yeah, I, that that's a great certification to have. And right. and as we've and I'll, I'll run through it real quick since since uh, Matt, Matt's with me as always. Uh, by the way, people and Jamie is here also. Hi Jamie. Hey. And we are hanging out online um Soon, soon to have a studio. Don't worry, folks. Well, not that it matters to those of you listening. You don't know any better. But, you know, you Facebook Live people, you might want to see a different, different place. Who knows? So, yeah, uh, Matt made a good point. Um, you probably want to check out your hypnotist and make sure they're, they're, they're all certified, but they're not all licensed. And that's a big thing. And, and uh, National Guild of Hip- Hypnotists is a pretty uh, – th- that's probably the most prestigious li- uh, certification you could have. Fair. Thank you for that. They're the biggest group of hypnotists in, in the country. So, yeah. Awesome. Check that well, out. I'm glad you're one of them. Absolutely. Me too. So <laughs> let me tell you, folks, where you can find me, my website, MotorCityHypnotist.com. On the website, you'll find all the cool stuff as far as the podcast page, along with my store, all kinds of other cool things. Um, and you should find some, uh, as soon as I have time to add it, I've been traveling. This will be my third weekend in a row, so I haven't had time to put together any any footage as Michael Jackson would say, get the footage. Get to,
0: uh, but, you're going to, <laughs> but you're going to Iowa. There's not much. I am going thing. to Iowa. Yeah, it's my it's my
1: third weekend in a row in Iowa. Iowa people, I love you. I'm coming back again. I'll be back this weekend. <laughs> well, I some, uh, some video of, of shows coming up as soon as I have time to edit. You know, mm. that's a, a time consuming process. Fair enough. But that's, uh, you know, that, that's <laughs> something that just gets done. Right. That, that I like this in the background. What the <laughs> yeah. fuck is it? Yeah, you? I mean, it's it just someone's got to do it. So um, you can find me on Facebook and YouTube. Both of those are Motor City Hypnotist and on Twitter and Instagram, which are both Motor City Hypno, H-Y-P-N-O. Excellent. I'm also on Patreon. If you want to support the channel, support the show, support the podcast, that would be a great place to do it. Mm-hmm. Very minimal donations, helps the show out, helps me keep things going, and uh, giving you good content, all that kind of, well, most of the time, good content, but (laughs) (laughs) be good, yeah. And as usual, I'm giving away a free hypnosis guide. You can find the link for that in the show notes. If you, wherever you're listening, just pop into the show notes, and uh, that link should be there to get your free hypnosis guide and the free mp3 download uh, hypnosis for confidence that link will also be available in the show notes and you have a
0: you have a a, a facebook page empower your mind for success correct i
1: do yes my empower your mind for success facebook group it's a private group but if you just ask to join i'll admit you Mm -hmm. uh, just like any other private group would be and we focus on honestly a lot of it is focused around the podcast what we talk about here things Mm -hmm. to help Mm -hmm. you um I I post a lot of media things on there too um I, I have a, have some uh, photos uh, articles uh, as far as the Detroit News article I did recently the, the interview I had on uh, channel 20 uh mm-hmm. uh which was about I don't know maybe a month or so ago mm-hmm. um and then other other useful things that you might find so yeah if you want to meet me there um and that that group is also and it will have access and I, and I think I teased this uh, maybe a couple of months ago. Uh, I let people know that a book was in process.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I can say that uh, at least a couple of chapters have gone to an editor. So um, we, might, we might look for that within the next uh, couple of months, depending on how, boy, there's a lot. I mean, other than writing, because how do I put I, I don't want to simplify this, but. But but I do a lot of writing as far as just client notes. Now, of mm-hmm. course, that's that's not in the book. Clients, don't worry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but and I do a lot of I, I've I've been do, I've done blogs over over the course of time. I did I did a couple of um, of guest articles on Huffington Post. So I, so I've I, I I've done some writing in the past. Fair. So that part it just takes time. Once you get into it and get it done, the, the hard the, the big part as far as a book goes is getting to your editor getting it to formatting, getting it to uh, proofread, uh, all of that stuff, all of that back-end stuff. That's a lot. A lot goes into that and self-publishing. So, yeah, yeah, be on the lookout for that, and I'll I'll give you updates as that comes along. Um, Like these last couple weeks, I haven't had much time for writing because I've been traveling, but that's good. So, anyway, the the Empower Your Mind for Success uh, Facebook group. Pop in there. I'll let you in and um, take a look at what we have for you. And the most important thing is wherever you're listening, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, please subscribe. That The, the subscriptions really help. Um, I know I, I kind of go in and look at data over, you know, not often, but here and there. And, and, you know, the more subscriptions you have, the more visibility you have. And that helps show to get to more people, more people see it, more people to subscribe. And, you know, we'll build it that way. So, yeah, subscribe and leave a review that would also yeah, be helpful yeah. oh hey Sorry. michael michael dwyer checked in uh, yeah. thanks michael thanks uh the right you're right the the writing is kind of the easy part of just getting everything organized and and put into structure and and where you want things yeah i get yeah. it so I, I appreciate it thanks michael thanks for checking in i appreciate it yes sir all right and I think that's uh, that's all the plugs I have for the moment.
0: <laughs> you know, they come
1: up at any point. You know.
0: Yeah, there's right. There's so much that goes into what you do, you know, professionally, and then mm-hmm. to be able to share some of this knowledge around what you do on a daily basis, and then format it the way you do. <clears throat> don't stop. I just gotta tell you. Oh don't no, stop. I don't. don't, I, don't I don't it. plan on
1: it. You know, unless I get put in jail or something. But. Uh, <laughs> you know, Hopefully, hopefully that won't happen. Right, right.
0: So, okay. B- business is <laughs> just over. It quickly. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> really got out of hand fast. All right. So, business is over. What, yes, business is ne- over. What's our well, next Well, first time? of all, yeah. I'm going
1: to say hi to Alan. Alan just checked in. So, hey, Alan, doing great. Hey, hey, Alan, guess what's happening today? I know you have Taco Friday. As soon as i am done recording here, I'm going back home because there's a taco truck in my neighborhood, in my subdivision tonight. Awesome. So, I'm going awesome. to have Taco Friday as well. So, yeah, <laughs> thanks, Alan, again, for checking in as usual. We appreciate you. And, and Alan, oh. Alan, hey, hey. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yep. There you go, Alan. I know you missed that if we don't play it for you. It's time. That's how winning is done all right our winner of the week this is just a really a cool story um i, I i'm gonna do I'm, I'm gonna tell you a, a so first of all the, the story is about an elderly man and i like animals i like elderly people not i, not, I don't say that in a bad like i wouldn't like them but <laughs> but i but i i i kind of sometimes i i, I kind of feel bad for them and I'm, i'll tell you a quick story and my wife's gonna like totally like make fun of me because i told her this but <laughs> i distinctly remember being 10 maybe 8 9 10 years old somewhere in that range my mom took me to taco bell and there was this older gentleman you know probably I, I i mean at that point it probably seemed like he was 100 but he's probably elderly like 70 80s or whatever and he was carrying his tray to his table and his drink fell over and spilled all over and as a kid i was just like oh i i it was like it hurt me like almost like in my core, I was just like, oh, man, this poor guy. It just really, like, struck me hard. So, I'm, uh, so I guess I'm very sensitive to the plights of, of, of mm. older people and, and, you know, struggles they have. And it, anyway, that left an impression on me. But, uh, but this is a great story. So there's this guy. He's 79 years old, and he's married, okay? So... And, and I try not to read these stories uh, linearly because I don't want to give away what's going on right up front. Fair, so, fair. so long story short, his wife has been, been in poor health, and she's unable yeah. to do some of the things she used to be able to do. She can't get around a lot. Um, her, her vision is failing. And, um, and they note in the story when she would start to – when she would try to do her hair – she would end up burning herself with the curling iron, things like that. Like, like oh, just oh. unable to do those things that she's always done. Poor bird. This, this, this guy walked into the Alberta's Delmar College of Hair and Aesthetics and asked the director, Carrie Hanna, he said, I want to learn how to use a curling iron so he could do it for her. So he could help her with her issues and help her get herself ready and do her hair. And then, and, and so that was, that was his original request. But as he was there, they, they took him and and the, the owner of the place paired him with a student and a mannequin. And he was taught how to operate the curling iron and protect, you know, so he wouldn't burn her and all that stuff. And then he asked for tips on how to apply your makeup. So this guy went to help his wife out, went to this, this uh, beauty school, Asked can I learn how to curl hair and, and do makeup for my wife since she's unable to do it anymore. Hmm. Um and then of course he pulled out pictures showing everyone his wife and saying that that she it's important to her. That that's the big thing. She just wants she wanted to to she's gonna feel good if she looks better, you know, if she has her makeup on and her hair is done. And how long um, have they been married? Been married fifty plus years. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, his it says his wife of fifty plus years, so it might and it could be who knows? Could be That's sixty. A, I love that. <laughs> yeah. um, and and then the owner said uh, she was really impressed with his new professional skills, and she's looking great. Uh, That's great. Good for that, dude. Good for the elderly man. They don't. I think here they don't they they don't give his name in the story, which is kind of odd. Right. They just call him a gentleman. So, yeah. So, older gentleman, want to help your wife out, winner of the week, bam. That's how winning is done. Yes, it is. So, folks, today we're going to talk about dream interpretation. Now, before we get too far into this, I just want to say that overall, there, there, there are very few, very few scientific studies done as far as uh, interpretation of dreams. No, no clinical studies, no, no in-depth, analytical, scientifically-based studies. So, so, of course, a lot of this could be anecdotal. But over time, people have developed theories as far as, you know, what people might be experiencing when they have dreams and why they dream the things that they do. Um, So it it really is a process of kind of assigning meaning to dreams. And a lot of these things, as we know, come from your subconscious because when we sleep, our conscious mind is shut off. We're asleep. We're not aware of things, but our subconscious mind is always working. And that's where our dreams come from. And if, you, if you've listened to this podcast at all in the past, you know all of our habits are stored in our subconscious. That's where everything drives everything from. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, goes back to Freud's theory everything's driven by the subconscious. I've
0: yes, Matt.
1: Matt's raising his hand if you can't see it on Facebook.
0: <laughs> I am. Um, so if, if, if you have a, a, a little person in your dream riding yes. a rocking horse and holding two beers in each hand, is does that mean something? <laughs>
1: I I'm sure it means something. <laughs> what
0: places are you talking about?
1: I have no idea. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I I've always thought like the most bizarre and I tried to think back. Because you know sometimes sometimes you'll have dreams that you really remember. And some and honestly and, and people will say this, and we've done a whole show on uh, lucid dreaming, and we won't get into that in this one, because there's a whole episode way back on that, but, um, but a lot of people, that, we have dreams every night, whether you remember them or not, mm-hmm. um, and some dreams, they, they just stay with you. Like, you can remember a dream that you had 10 years ago sometimes, but you might not be able to remember a dream you've had in the past six months, so certain dreams kind of have that effect on you or have that impact that that's like wow i remember that dream Mm -hmm. and and sometimes it is really crazy it's 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 like and again it's like your subconscious mind is just let loose to run around so oftentimes and and we'll go back we'll start out with freud because freud is really the 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 person who first kind of of published anything regarding dream interpretation and that's what his book was called the interpretation of dreams it was first published in 1899, and he argued that the, the motivation of all dream content is wish fulfillment. So his argument, or his 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 thesis that he was proposing, is that all of our dreams are are sort of wish fulfillment in some way. Now, he, he I don't think without making a whole convoluted explanation, he I, he didn't mean that literally in every sense. So we've probably all had dreams that we were um with someone else like other than our partner or yeah. um maybe maybe you had you know a dream that you were you know um, you know beating somebody up at work i don't i don't think those are are really actual things you'd want to do but they're an expression of something else that's happening sure. so so whereas freud's Freud kind of said it's it's content as wish fulfillment. So in the case of like beating somebody up at work, you, you really don't want to do that, but maybe you want your wish fulfillment is that you want to be in a better place at work or you want to be ahead or um, or that somebody else is causing a block for you at work. Hmm. So there's ways to interpret that. Um, so again, not in a literal sense, but again, that Freud's thought that wish fulfillment is the purpose of every dream. Um. And he does note that when we we're very small children, that dreams are straightforward. They're they're just straightforward, a fulfillment of wishes, and then they get com- more complicated with your feelings and with your subconscious as you grow older. Mm. Um, the other big dream guy that proposed uh, theories about dreams is Carl Jung, J U N G, a Swiss psychiatrist who founded analytical psychology. So he proposed two approaches to analyzing dreams, the objective and the subjective. In the objective approach, every person in the dream refers to the person they are. A mother is a mother, a girlfriend is a girlfriend, a dog is a dog. So it's, so it's all straightforward in Jung's view. The subjective approach, every person in the dream represents an aspect of the dreamer. So let's say you're dreaming of a stranger who is yelling on a bus He's, Jung is saying that, that part of yourself is that person, that you're projecting yourself into these images in your dream so that your behavior your behaviors somewhere deep inside of you are represented by somebody, whatever that person or or people are doing in the dream. Um, so, for example, he gives the example. If a dreamer is being chased by a crazed killer, <laughs> well, and this is Jung's interpretation. I'll, I'll read it if the dreamer is being chased by a crazed killer, the dreamer may come eventually to recognize his own homicidal impulses. <laughs> so, so yeah, Jung, Jung is saying, uh, you have a brain like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jung, Jung's really respected as far as his, uh, <laughs> his, his analytic psychology. But, but again, he's, his view was that your, your projections are part of yourself and that you're just recognizing urges or, or qualities in yourself that may come out in a dream. Probably the most recent, I, I'm going to say recent as far as modern one, in 1953, Calvin Hall, who was an American psychologist, and he studied dream research and analysis. Um, he, he, his theory was that dreaming is considered to be a cognitive process. And he argued that a dream was simply a thought or sequence of thoughts that occurred during sleep. And that they're visual representations of you trying to work something out in, in your in your cognition. Um, and he gave an example: if one if one dreams of being attacked by friends, this might be a manifestation of some conflict in a current friendship or fear that you may lose a friend. So his his was a little bit more practical, let's say, as far as Hall's approach. So after after all of those explanations regarding the big dream, psychologist analyst, professionals in the past what what are specific things and dreams what do they mean so I, I and again i want to preface this again i said it a few moments ago that this is more i'm not going to say anecdotal because i think it's taken from from information that's been gathered from different places but this can give you a general idea of what things in a dream means okay so let's start out with um <laughs> the, uh, there are a couple of funny ones too and i i've included those so what have you dreamt about being abducted, abducted by aliens what, what do you think that would mean matt uh, you don't want to be where you are <laughs> great odin's raven um it may mean that you are encountering something in your life that is unfamiliar or hostile you're 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 facing something that's unknown or you feel is going to be threatening to you that you're that you're unaware of or that's that's odd or that's out of the out of the norm. Okay, I can see that. Yep. Um, If you dream about an airport, it might mean and this is where the simplicity of Hall comes in compared to the the deep underlying uh, subconscious of Freud. So an airport, you might dream of an airport because you have a flight coming up and you have anxiety. That's, that's the practical explanation for it. Um, but it could also symbolize a, a, a period of transition in your life or that, or that you need to, to see a different environment or do something different to put you in a different environment. Or you don't want to be where you are. <laughs> or, yeah, or, yeah, exactly that. Or you don't want to be in the place you are, whether that's physically or mentally you 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 want to move on to someplace different, and what that whatever that means to you. The, this is the, now this is one I have. Now, I'm not going to say often, but I've had this more than once in my life. Losing your hair or your teeth. In I've your, had this in your dream. In your dream, yes. Okay. So losing hair or teeth represents feeling like you you're you're out of control of what's happening around you. Um, in fact a psychologist Ian Wallace uh told uh The Independent which is a which is a news source he said your teeth symbolize how confident and powerful you feel so some situation is causing your confidence to crumble in your waking life. And the other the other one that I came across the other kind of, of theory on that is that Hair and teeth, for the most part, are kind of seen as permanent things. I mean, you could pull them, you could cut your hair, unless you go bald. Again, that would be an exception to the rule. But, but they're kind of look like that. That's, you know, all people have teeth and hair at some point. It, it, right. It's a permanent part of your identity. Mm-hmm. So, losing those things means that you're 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 just you're losing something important and permanent in your life, and that, or, or you feel that you might be losing those things. Gotcha. So that, that was an interesting one because I've had that one before. You've had that dream before? I've, yeah, losing my teeth. I've, ha- I've had that dream more than a couple of times. Yeah.
0: I, I see. I've had the airport dream a few times, you know, because yeah, I, do, I do travel out west every once in a while. Right. Yeah. And, you know, a week, two weeks beforehand, you know, I, I'm excited for the trip, but there's a little, little bit of anxiety. But even after I get home from the trip, I still have that, that dream. Because, uh, you know, I experienced it. It's probably fresh in my mind. It's in my subconscious of a, probably. a, a experience yeah, that I have.
1: So. Uh, and, and sometimes it can be that simple. It's just like like I said, I have a trip coming up tomorrow. And, and I, I might dream tonight that I'm on a plane because I'm going to be on a plane tomorrow. Because it's right, something right. That, you're, that's, that you're currently happening in your life. And, it just, and sometimes it'll just manifest in a weird or different way. Like, you know, I might dream I'm on the airplane losing my teeth. Yeah, that could happen yeah. <laughs> um, here, here's here 's a common one and 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 and, th- and this one i i', I honestly i 've had clients come into my office and 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 tell me they feel guilty about this it's it's you have a dream about having an affair um and, and this one is probably more common than people realize because I, I've seen clients over almost 30 years now, and, and it's not uncommon. Because uh, a lot of people will wake up from that and just feel like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong with me? I mean, what, you know, I, I would never do that. So, so it doesn't necessarily mean that you want to be unfaithful or that you want to be with somebody else. It could just represent the idea of, of exploring different options in your life whether that be job whether it be hobbies whether it be you know financial whatever that is but but it's it's a lot of people take it literally and again that's that subconscious part of your mind that just it's putting pieces of things together and it doesn't have to make sense as far as your as your dream goes but it can represent again something that you you feel like you want to start something new so that could be as simple as that so don't feel okay. guilty about it you know, so
0: so let me ask the question because yeah. do do you share that dream with your significant other
1: or you do you keep that? Your <laughs> well, I, I think that's that's a great question. I think it depends on your relationship, and and I can I can tell you now I I would share that with my wife. We we would share that together and laugh about it. You know, because then that, that I would tease her after she might even pop in, but uh, and then I would just tease her later. I'm like, oh, did you have that dream again about so and so or who left? <laughs> You know. Give you a chance to say, "Ooh, really? Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah exactly. I'm like that guy's a loser." What in blazes are you talking about? <laughs> um, playing sports. So you and I, I've this is one I've had also that that I've, I've I, and, and I've done sports in the past. So I don't think this is an unusual thing. If it's something, oh, there's my wife. She's yeah. Kendra just said true. Yep yep we would definitely we would definitely do that um, so playing sports if you played sports that's probably a common dream that you would have because you've done it before it's just it's just again something in your subconscious that you've done you you know what it feels like you know what what you're doing when you're doing it um, but if you don't regularly participate in sports it 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 might be something just, uh, just as just simple as I need to be more active or um, um I, I, I might need to be careful so I don't overdo something. Uh, and it also might just show a simple, just a simple level of competitiveness, whether it's professionally or personally or in, or in friendships um, because that competitive feeling can come out in other things than physical and sports related things.
0: I picture myself as Rudy sometimes, you know, yeah. the, <laughs>
1: yeah. and, and, and you got half the sack in the quarterback,
0: half the sack. Yes.
1: Half the sack, Yes. Half the sack. Yes. <laughs> It, that they never mentioned on the, on the uh, TV broadcast, right? <laughs> so, folks, we are going to continue with Dream Interpretation Part 2 in our next episode. We're going to stretch this out. We have two episodes to cover all of these. Um, yeah, we're going to get into some other really interesting ones. So if, if you're listening online, just pop into the next episode if it's there. Uh, if you're on Facebook, stick around. We're going to be right back for Part 2 of Dream Interpretation. Change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We will see you next time.